Welcome to episode seven of Talk About the Passion. How you doing out there? Good? You sure? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I just I just came back from uh, vacation out west. Uh, I had a few interviews set up out there that all uh, fell through. So my backlog of episodes isn't what it was supposed to be at this point, uh, but I have a few scheduled over the next couple of weeks, and uh, I should be back on track and in a more comfortable flow of these in no time, hopefully. Um, I actually am recording this after just returning from a, a, a 90 minute interview I did tonight that was great, uh, that I'm going to put up next Tuesday. Uh, we'll talk about that later though. Um, with that said, um, if you'd like to be on the podcast or know someone who should be, you know, you can contact me on my Facebook page, which is, uh, facebook.com slash backslash whatever. Uh, T-A-T-P podcast or on the Podbean site which is talkaboutthepassion.podbean.com also you can just contact me and say hello actually I don't do that I'll just delete the message um, I also you know I'd like to thank everyone for who's, who's been listening to the show regularly every week as well as you know any casual listeners out there uh, of the six episodes I've released each one has about a hundred downloads each, uh, which is, uh, I'm pretty happy and flattered with that number. Um, I'd be more happy if it was 10 million downloads per episode. So, you know, you guys should step this up and, you know, tell your aunts and uncles about this podcast. You know, I'm sure they'll, they'd love to fucking listen to this. Um, so today's guest, um, is my good friend of over 20 years, uh, Gretchen Shea. Uh, she plays in a band called The Knockups out of uh, Boston. It's a trio. Uh, she was an early pick in my head of uh, who I wanted on the show, uh, just because she's kind of like the definition of passion, especially uh, when it comes to music. I, I played in a band in the 90s with her called uh, Black Barbie, which we talk a little bit about. And, uh, you know, her work ethic when it comes to writing, arranging, performing, and then just you know, being beyond prepared to put 100%, 110% out there is unparalleled. Um, you know, whether, you know, it was playing in front of three people and a sound man or, you know, in front of thousands of people on stage with you 2 and uh, what she did in 2014, which uh, she talks about in detail here. So that's a pretty cool story. Uh, so her current band, The Knockups, are great. And, uh, you know, you can find them on Bandcamp at the at thenockups.bandcamp.com or on Facebook at Facebook slash thenockups. They're also on Spotify too, so if you just uh, search the knockups on Spotify, you should be able to find them. I think they have one uh, release up there. Uh, they're releasing a new video uh, for their song uh, Dionysius. I'm probably mispronouncing that, uh, which I also put on the playlist companion for this episode. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty awesome song. Uh, so keep your eye out for that video and uh, and keep your eye out for them. Uh, I think they have a show coming up in December. And uh, yeah, so next week I'll have one more. Uh, so it'll be a longer episode. Uh, but I think it, it went pretty awesome. And I've, uh, I kind of I went into it a little, uh, not nervous, but just I, I didn't know anything about the... Uh, the subject, the, the the music genre that we were going to be talking about, and uh, I'll, I'll talk about it when that episode comes out. This this 
uh, Gretchen episode came out great. This was the second one I did. Um, I recorded it, um, I guess it's probably over a month at this point, a month ago at this point. And, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening and, uh, yeah, enjoy. And we met in college in probably 1995. That sounds right. Uh, and were you, you, were you a DJ at WM? I was a DJ yeah. at WM. We yeah. all were, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> we all I, were. I feel like a lot of our friends and uh, my friends and your friends were all DJs. Oh, at, yeah. At that WM. was the, the music scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't really uh, finish school. I think I spent too much <laughs> too much time in there. Um, we do. But you and I ended up playing music together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were in a band called Rat Velvet mm-hmm. that eventually <laughs> became uh, Black Barbie, mm-hmm. who had you know a little success yeah. in, in Boston. Yeah. Um, but bef- before that, did you ever did you play music as? Like uh, a- yeah, in high school, I decided I would learn bass. Yeah. And I took lessons at the uh, Haverhill Music Store, which yeah. I guess is no longer anymore, right? Oh right. Yeah, okay. and uh, with Pat DeBarro. Yep. And uh, he, I remember being really impressed because he he sought out female bass players and right. uh, had me learn had me learn uh, take me to the river. Oh nice. You know because of Tina Weymouth. Yeah yeah. And yeah. I was like, then I, I went for like a few lessons and then I was like, eh, I want to play Sex Pistols. Right. So I just yeah, yeah. would play this Sex Pistols cassette in my yeah. room and play along and I figured out the notes by ear. You yeah. know what I mean? And I tried to audition for bands in high school and play with people yeah. and, it, you know, it just, I would do little projects, but I was not in a band right, right. in high school. So yeah. it wasn't really till right. college. <laughs> and who, and who like as a kid, did you, like who, did you remember like the first music you heard that you were like, I want to do this or just yeah. that, like that made you sort of Well, according to my mom, yeah. when my godfather, Johnny Earthquake and my godmother, Jane and my mom took me to see Elvis Costello at the Boston oh. Common. Oh, really? I was five. Yeah. And they said the whole way back to the car, I was singing Red Shoes, the Angels oh, nice. Want to Win. And so um, my mom said that was like, they knew that I was not a normal kid. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. most kids don't know all the words to Elvis Costello songs. Yeah. yeah. So that I think was, you know, I just. From then, be, from that moment, like being exposed to my godfather and my mom, who were huge music fans, yeah. I would go spend the weekend with my godmother and my godfather to yeah. take my mom have a break, and they would take me record shopping. Yeah, yeah. And that's like at 12 years old, you know, young kid, and I would spend like hours and hours record shopping. Yeah, yeah. Then have to collect things, and right, right. you know, like you know, yeah, yeah. back in the day, wait yeah. till Tuesday for the release. Yeah, like yeah. nowadays, everybody's like. I feel like that sometimes because yeah, yeah. kids are like, oh, yeah, you want that? Boom. I have I know, it. Right? And it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not the same. It's not the same as yeah. working for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, it, and it is, I don't care if people are like, oh, you're just old and you, yeah. but it, it was important. And I think kids now, it's cool to see kids buying records again, vinyl yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, 
But yeah, I don't. I don't. If someone's like, "Oh, you're just old. This is how technology is now." I'm like, right. yeah, it's, "It's not the same as holding yeah, a record yeah, yeah. and like opening it up and going, okay, will there be lyrics? Will there be? Yeah, yeah. But what will there be? You know what I mean? Right. The mystery yeah, is yeah. gone. Right, right. So for me as a kid, like getting into David Bowie or getting into the Beatles or yeah. getting into Ramones, like I would, if I liked an artist. I had to have every record. Yeah, so then yeah. that would be the next mission of collecting the records, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like yourself. Right, right, right. Did you, so was Elvis Costello your first concert? That was my very first yeah. concert, Elvis Costello. So you and I, my first was uh, Cat Stevens. So we have like pretty good bragging. Yes! I was like six. I, I don't remember it at moon all. Moon shadow, moon yeah. shadow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love Cat Stevens. Uh, but yeah, my, my dad took us and mom took us to see him as... I, I don't remember it at all. Oh, you don't remember? No, I was I was like five or six, yeah. probably two. So. I don't remember either. I yeah. just remember the no. account, you know, because yeah, yeah. my mom would talk about it. Yeah. So. And uh, so your godfather, uh, Johnny Earthquake, is um, pretty influ influential too in your absolutely and and a legend in his own right. It's, yeah, yeah. It's funny because like going to college, mm -hmm. I just thought Gigi Allen was some Manchester. Right. I didn't think anyone knew who Gigi Allen was, <laughs> and then going to WM and people being like, Gigi Allen. Yeah. And I'd be like, How do you even know who that is? Yeah, and yeah. being told that like you know he was at my godfather's. Christmas parties and you know he, my godfather played with him and yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like knew him right, right. so you know my my godparents went over to London when the punk scene was exploding yeah. and just you know what I mean they they've just obviously had a huge yeah, impact yeah. on me musically yeah and they're, they're great people I remember meeting mm -hmm. your, your godmother and, and Johnny mm -hmm. a few times and mm -hmm. I didn't realize so he played with Gigi Allen yeah like oh, well, right. you know like I don't know the exact story, yeah. but like I know they were really connected in the same scene. It played gigs together. Right. I mean, I, I, I know they still talk to Merle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, just also th they took me to shows. They right. took me to um, the Casbah oh, in yeah. Manchester as a kid. Yeah. And I don't even remember who I saw, but right. um, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah. like I would love, like, I'm sure some kids would go away for the weekend and would be like, what? What are we doing in a record store? Right. What are we doing in Salvation Army? But right. like, I, I thrived on that. Yeah, it was yeah. fun for me, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That's funny to think uh, Gigi Allen was at like a Christmas party with you. Got like... I know. She'd drink an eggnog. And it's <laughs> you know, like, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. They throw shit on you under the uh, mistle <laughs> towers. Yeah. <laughs> <I mean>. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, artists like John Cooper Clark, like... Mm -hmm. Real underground, I, they would play them. You know what I mean? And I'd right, be like, right. I, I would like something or like Lydia Lunch, like yeah, yeah. you know stuff that most people, especially yeah, as a child kid, would, yeah, child wouldn't hear. Lydia right, Lunch. and then I would go to school and be like, don't you know so and so? <laughs> and they'd be like, who? Right. So I would have to get my friends, yeah. you know, into the music I was into because I didn't have any friends, yeah. you know, that were into that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Then when I got older, you yeah, know, yeah, so. So then, uh, like, so in college, we, I remember we, between the radio station and the band, I feel like we were all obsessed with Super Chunk. Yeah. The Archers of Loaf. Yeah, oh yeah. Nirvana, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Mud Honey. Mud Honey, maybe Sonic Youth. Mm. And, uh. Bikini Kill. Yeah, Bikini <laughs> Kill. The Riot Girls. Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the, uh, what made that, like, I think, Black Barbie a good man and just you in general is 
you can take influences and Joe Kelly could take influences but the band didn't sound like any of those so it, mm. you know and I always think that's uh, when someone can do that take like be influenced by different artists mm. but it doesn't necessarily sound like you know like just another yeah 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 so that that was that was cool I think yeah that uh, swirlies yeah, oh, yeah the swirlies yeah <laughs> then yeah. like not even like dappling in the local music scene right right like, yeah oh yeah like uh, smack melon we were into milk and, money yeah yeah uh, man there were so many yeah I think. Because I was working at uh, Rocket Records up mm -hmm. in Saugus at the time, and just we had so much music. And the nine, oh. you know, people shit on the '90s all the time, but I yeah. think that's some of the best. Oh yeah, like, uh, like it was just like stuff every week. Yeah. Um, Keith actually comes to see the knockoffs play. Keith, he, uh, Rocket Records. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's yeah. just been at the Midway or huh. been at you know gigs, and I'm like, oh, it's so nice, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I haven't seen him. In yeah, yeah, he looks the same. You'd know it was him. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's nice for him to show up. You yeah, know? yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, so, how long with Black Barbie was? Boy, <laughs> we swear we need bro. Because he'd be like, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we so when we start well when you guys started Rat Velvet it was uh, ninety end an end of. Uh, Maybe beginning of '93. Right, and it wasn't Bro on drums. It was that other guy from Yes, Alex Leacock. Yeah. Yes, and he was yeah. he was a good drummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a span of I generously I'd say three years. Yeah. Okay. Um, and fine. I mean, like you know, I think about it now, and like we played with Letters to Cleo and yeah. Power Man Five Thousand yeah. and Wayne Jane County. And right, right. Getting to play Mamakin was super cool. Yeah, we played with Cum for that. Yes. Year. But yes. I think. Uh, the bigger ones were after I left. Okay. We won't get into what happened there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Let's skip over. We'll skip that whole. Behind the music. Next time on Behind the Music. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, uh, you know, sadly, Joe died in right. 2010, I think. Was it, was it 10 or 11? 2010 or 11, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a very interesting story. So, yeah. you know, uh, I had had my daughter, and when I had my daughter, I gave up music. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, I was overwhelmed, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I just thought oh, I had my time. My time is over. Right. I accept my lot in life. And so I got a message from Bro, our old drummer, and you know, telling me what had happened and asking if we do that benefit show yeah, yeah. with you yeah. together all together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, but that, you know, that death, which was sad, yeah. really in a way, it's very ironic because you know Joe and I would not have been, you know, together if it hadn't been for music. So it right, was like right. his death, which was untimely and sad and awful, in a way it's very strange that it he brought me back into music. Oh, and he doesn't yeah. even know it. You right, know what I mean? Right. Or maybe he knows it. I right. hope he knows it. Yeah. So, you know, that right. was that was cool. And bro said to me, You always want to play guitar learn it yeah, so yeah, yeah. I spent the next year after we played together yeah. learning and don't claim to be the best guitar player but you know I definitely think I'm an adequate rhythm guitar player oh definitely and, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm still writing songs and yeah well I, I remember when we, we did those that, that Black Barbie yeah. show and we, we I think we rehearsed maybe just a two month. times we did a month three, two or three like, yeah, or maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. three times yeah. um, but I remember because I had, you know, after that, bro and I played in uh, Presley for yeah. almost ten years. But uh, but I remember thinking, and that was out. Yeah, Presley had already broken up. But yeah. 
being with him on drums and you, I just remember thinking like these two are like monsters. And I'm, you know, like he's a great drummer yeah. and you yeah. know, um, so and he and I remember just thinking like I, I don't want to play with any other drummer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, bro is a great drummer. He I he always um, just remember vividly him demonstrating like. You know, the, you are in control. The drummer is in control, and he'd be like, "I can make you slow down. I can make you speed up." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know that it is so important to have a, a strong drummer. Yeah, <laughs> and then you, um, like you were just saying, like you, it sort of kicked you back into music. Yeah. Because I, I remember at the time, I noticed like your work ethic was just like it, in that band. We would just play the song and then just, okay, let's play it again. Yeah. Let's play it again and play yeah. it again. You, you knew that that's, you know, that's what you have to do. You just have to yeah keep shitting it out. and you know, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, with the knockups, like, we have Howie, half-ass Johnny's drummer, yeah. is filling in for us. And he's, because he comes from the school of my godfather where, you know, you bang the songs out, no right. breaks, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it better be tight. And right. that's how I was you know, trained and, yeah, yeah. you know, I, sorry, my cat's like, cat tail. Yeah, we have a cat in, in between <laughs> us right now, which is, is, is uh, adding to the, uh... <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know, it's important, I think, especially when you're playing a, a short set to, right. you know, not have big gaps, you Yeah, know? yeah, and I, and I remember the, uh, when we did play that show, because, in uh, Presley, we did a lot of like improvising and effects pedals and mm. stuff and uh, whatever you want to call yeah. it, music. And uh, so it was very open. Yeah. I was I was not strumming a lot on my guitar. It was <laughs> like just effects and that kind of thing. Spatial. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I remember to play. You know, we played twenty minutes or something, twenty five minutes straight. And I just remember my hand at one point like mm. went numb, and I was just like playing with my like, oh yeah. Loose hand. And we I also, get stinging fingers sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we, we brought on uh, my friend, Steve Melanson. Mm, he's awesome. He, yeah, yeah, he's a cool guy. And he played uh, saxophone on the uh, Boys Life mm -hmm. cover we did, which yeah. was always a, a good... Uh, whose idea was that to do that? Joe Kelly's. Yeah. yeah, he found that. I have that record still. Mm -hmm. And I think I got it from WMWM, mm -hmm. which I probably shouldn't admit on this thing, but I, I'm sure... Uh, no one's going to hear statue that. Statue of Limitations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when was that? 1990. I think you passed the statue. Yeah. yeah. I think I have a couple records from there. but Just in couple. I think it'll be fine. I, uh, when they decided to get rid of the vinyl, I took the whole entire Echo and the Bunnymen collection. Oh, did you? Nice. Everything. I was yeah. like, oh, I'll take the Echo and the Bunnymen. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, for the listeners, uh, we went to Salem State College and we were on WM, WM, mm -hmm. which also for me, which I'll probably talk about another podcast but that was uh one of the stations that i first started hearing like hardcore on there was mm. a, a guy named chris corkham that had a radio show yes and he uh, comes to see the knockups too. yeah, yeah. sorry i'm doing yeah, it yeah. to be like blood, blood. yeah um so he, he's a, he's he's been around for years mm -hmm. um i think he has a misfits cover band now but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so uh, uh, so it was cool to then actually be a DJ on that mm -hmm. station years later. Yeah, it was exciting. It was yeah. exciting getting stuff in and knowing even if you went through a pile of stuff that there'd be maybe something awesome in there, yeah, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, I remember playing like the first Weezer album there. And, yes, uh, yeah. And like being like, this is actually pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Like a major late, because we were, 
kind of indie rock only. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting that, and it was on Geffen. Mm-hmm. And uh, thinking, like, wow, this is actually pretty. And then you find out Rick Ocasek. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's yeah, like, yeah. what? I know, right? Nice break. Yeah. So after uh, Black Barbie, you did you did like a couple of different bands. I did uh, uh, His Girl Friday with yeah. Dan Cohen and Bro. Yeah, I remember that one. And some other dude. Yeah. I don't <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, and then... He won't be listening, whoever that was. Yeah. And then I um, started to work on a new project um, through an ad in Boston, Phoenix. Uh, when yeah. used to pay to put an ad in know, right? before the internet. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, it was the internet was up, but like it wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't the go-to right, right. before Craigslist, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I, like I said, it was, then I had a hiatus. Yeah. So I didn't think I would be playing. Right. So like, I thought after the black Barbie that I'd just be, okay, it'd be fun and then done. And, yeah, yeah. and bro was very supportive. I have to say like yeah. without bro support, I don't know. And Harry, um, oh, yeah, yeah, from from Pop Gun mm-hmm. said something to me that was very meaningful. You know, you have those moments in yeah, life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when we were leaving, I had my guitar, I mean, my bass, you know, in the case. I'm walking out and he grabbed my arm and he said, uh, Gretchen, please don't give it up again. And I yeah, was yeah. like, oh, and it just like got me right there, you know? And yeah. so a lot of people have been super supportive yeah. and it's, you know, yeah. it's and been you, great. We've been doing the knock up since 2012, yeah. which is like, yeah, but now where the only original member is me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I luckily I have uh, Kat Berlicio on bass and right. she's amazing. She's great. Did she play with Johnny too? She plays with Johnny. Okay. She fills in on jo- with Johnny too. Yeah. And she also used to play in the four point restraints. Okay. Um, and yeah, and, and she's nice. with me now. So yeah. Great. Yeah, and she's she's a great bass player too. She's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's plays with her fingers. Yeah, you yeah. You know? And yeah. She, she uh, she has a five string, but she plays a Rickenbacker with me. Oh, nice. So yeah, nice. It's, it's nice. And and it's so. People talk about like hitting a plateau in music, mm. or like hitting like. Um, I don't know. Like you're, you know, this is my goal in music. But yeah. You never really had that. You just love playing music. Yeah, I I've always just been like happy that people want to see us play yeah, and yeah. you yeah, whether know whether it's two or 50 or exactly know, like you have those shows like you know that sell out those times that that happens and you know right. like for example like o'brien's we played with diablo gato and evil streaks and mm-hmm. that show was amazing like yeah. we played with psychic dog like shows that are whoa and then you have nights where like after a snowstorm the middle east and they're like, you're playing, and you know, yeah. am I allowed to name venues? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and then you're like, <laughs> right, yeah, no, I know. And it's just like, you know what? For me, I still give 100% because yeah. I, you never know who's there. Yeah. And it's like personal satisfaction, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I remember Presley played. We got booked because I think it was because of our name. It was mm. literally on Elvis Presley's birthday. <laughs> That That's place, amazing. That place on the beach in Quincy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The beachcomber. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it? I think it was his birthday. Or yeah, I think it was his birthday. It was in January or February. <laughs> Did you do a cover or no? It was so fucking. It was so cold out that night, and the only people that went to that they put us. So it was Presley, and two rockabilly bands. And mm-hmm. you remember what we sounded yeah. like? It was just loud. Yeah. Noisy. Oh yeah. I like yeah. Um, so. 
I said to one of these guys, that was literally just us and bro's girlfriend. And then there's these rockabilly guys, you know. And I remember they put us in between the two rockabilly yeah. bands. And I remember I said to one of the guys, I said, do you want us to play first and you guys can... So they were sharing equipment, which yeah. was, I think, a fucking snare drum and a stand-up bass. Yeah. And probably a, an electric shave kit so they could give each other haircuts on stage or whatever those guys do. Oh, my gosh. But that was the most uncomfortable show I think I ever played because none of them wanted... And it was like the sound... We were just playing a bro's girlfriend and a sound guy, and and they didn't want to, like, split the night up. Mm. Like, put... So I was just thinking these guys are not going to want to fucking like to listen to this. So Yeah. And there's nobody here. It's snowing out. Um, but so that was one of those, those kind of gigs, and, and mm-hmm. those are always kind of a nightmare to... But you just play them. You do. We played, we walked into a club that we booked through an agent, who, you know, whatever. And it was in Plastow, New Hampshire. Yeah. And we walked in, it was a biker bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go down. <laughs> Feminist yeah. punk rock right. yeah. in a biker bar. But they actually liked us. Nice, nice. Like so, the Blues Brothers when they, they yeah. play the uh, country bar or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but then, uh, so a few years ago, talking about like hitting a plateau yeah. in, in music and stuff. Um, I was living in Los Angeles at the time. Yeah. And I wake up and I see on Facebook <laughs> that uh, a friend of mine was playing on stage with you 2 at the Boston Garden. <laughs> it was on like the cha- or maybe it was on yeah. like the Channel 5 web news oh, page yeah, or something. Yeah. And I was like, is that Gretchen? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so how did that how did that come? But I know yeah. you're obviously a super fan, and you you yeah. always you travel to see them. And yeah. So over and the years, like even during Black Barbie time for the Pop Mart tour, I gave Bono the seven inch yeah. of Black Barbie. So over the years, you know, every time I see him, I'm like, right. you know, hey, you know. Uh, so right. I've been I've joked with him and said, let me come up and sing, you know. Yeah. But this this the tour before the last tour. Um, they were inviting people up to play, yeah, every night, but yeah. it was always a guy, yeah. you know, and they did have a female bass player yeah. on one show, but anyways, I digress. Right. Um, so I asked Bono, I, I gave him the knockups t-shirt yeah, yeah. and a CD and I was like, Oh, can I come up and play? Yeah. But the night before I, we had run into Adam as right. you do run yeah. into, you're like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I gave Adam a shirt and a CD and I believe that it was Adam who listened to the CD because Adam has been wearing like punk yeah, rock shirts. Yeah. Like, you know, and so um, I believe that it was Adam, the mm-hmm. real force behind it, because right. Adam, the night after I played with them, wore the knockups t shirt on stage yeah, yeah. during the encore. Like he changed yeah, as yeah. he does. Right. And I was on the ground, yeah. and my friend, our friend, Malika, yeah, texted yeah. me and she was like, Gretchen. Adam hasn't, because I couldn't see. They were on the main stage and I was yeah. on the floor in the front, but they were right. on a different stage, so you yeah. can't see. I had to take a step back and look up at the monitor. Right. And Malika's like, Gretchen, Adam's wearing a knockup shirt. I was like, <laughs> I was more freaking out about that yeah. than the playing with them. Yeah, I yeah. know it sounds crazy, right, right. but my, my one of my dear friends, my friend Donna, who's a huge YouTube fan, she was at the Paradise Show. Yeah. Um, she's the friend who really propelled me and right. helped me. Yeah, she, you always go with yeah, she with her. she helped me with that whole whole, you know, plan. Mm-hmm. She said, "You know why, Gretchen? Because you were the one that was being aggressive asking to play. Yeah, yeah. But them Adam wearing the shirt was him 
you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like if you yeah, think yeah. of it that way, yeah, yeah. acknowledging. Yeah. So um, they were going in for sound check, and I had given Bono the CD the day after Adam, right. and uh, Bono tilted his head and he said, "You never know how these things are gonna work out." <laughs> and then went and did the sound check. So when he came out on stage that night, he does a walkout and yeah. does like, "Oh,", oh. Right. Yeah. and the bodyguard Brian Murphy mm. looked at me and he went, you know, put his hand to his temple and then yeah. his finger at me like, "Keep your eyes on me." Right. So I knew. I knew then, yeah, yeah. you know, and then right. like during um, um, the end of the world, there's mm-hmm. that line in the garden. I was playing the tire. I kissed your lips and broke your heart. Bono came right over to me and was like giving it to me, like, and I was giving it right, right back to him. Like, I'm not intimidated, you know. Right. Yeah. So then Bono was like, "Where's the girl? Where?" And he was doing this whole dramatic, like, "Where's the girl who wants to play?" And he knew where I right. was, you yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, so then Brian came over and he was like, did like, did I need help? And I was like, and just jumped like, I didn't need any help. So I knew it was my opportunity to like say, you know, he's like, what's your name? And I said, Gretchen from the knockups. And then, you know, this is the, you know, and then Bono goes, the knockups is your band. And then, so then he said again, like, so Gretchen Shea from the knockups, and he, he said it like three times. Oh, it yeah. was like the best poem oh, yeah. you right. can imagine, yeah. right? The yeah. knockups, the knockups, the knockups. In, <laughs> in the TD garden. In the garden. <laughs> and then, like, you know, I, he. Well, the thing was, I thought I was going to play Desire. Yeah. And I was like, give me a telly. Right. Give me some, you know, right. little distortion down. Right. That's <laughs> Edge's uh, guitar tech. Yeah, but yeah. instead, they gave me an acoustic. Yeah. And we did all I want is you, which was right. beautiful. And oh, I, yeah. no, I don't, was... please don't think I'm, I'm not grateful. I'm grateful right. <laughs> every day because that one thing right. has opened so many doors. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I wanted to rock Christian. Yeah, yeah. I didn't right, want to do right. me, 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 no, me, I know. me, me, right. uh, You know, the wedding but, bands. But when you, when, and, and I've showed that to multiple people, <laughs> like, hey, look at my friend. Is on, you know. <laughs> and uh, what do they say? No, everyone is like, she looks like completely mad. And that's what I thought. Like, you they, don't look nervous or like. <laughs> You're just like, I know. I even I even do like as if like if we were playing together and you were gonna do a solo. I even like step back. Like, no, I know. Yeah. Your turn, <laughs> right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was definitely very yeah. natural. So people have said to me, um, "You can tell you're a musician by the way you interact." Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah. I should hope so, Christian. Right. Right. Yeah. So I. That was good because I just assumed. They were bringing people up every night that were just maybe singing background or something. So it yeah, was cool to yeah. see. Like, oh, there's my friend that's a musician actually playing an instrument, you know, because yeah. who the hell would do that? Like, let's yeah. let some person we don't know yeah. and give him a guitar that's plugged, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, that's uh, pretty amazing. It was definitely a highlight. The only thing that was bittersweet for me was, like, I so wished it had happened during my mom's lifetime because right. my mom got me into YouTube. My mom is, like you know, the yeah, reason. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I like to think that she saw somehow, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But Yeah, that was uh that's pretty amazing. And then uh Q magazine yeah. was following them on the tour and they I'm in the magazine. Oh really? Like oh, but I there's no know. picture but there's right. a, say they say they don't say the knockups, I don't know right. why, but they say Gretchen Shea, a local musician, oh. comes on stage and right. they talk about it. So that's I found out about that through some European friends who were like, oh, you're in Q Magazine. Oh, so crazy. like, you yeah, know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> um, so today, I think it was today on Facebook, you had posted uh, 
he drove by uh, Tower oh, Records, yeah. and it's this is TJ Maxx now. It's or a something? TJ Maxx. It's so wrong. I know, right? And like, as much as like prices at Tower always were like expensive, mm. and, you know, more expensive. It, it, that was like the place. The cool. I remember place. like even living on the North Shore, because they were open till midnight. I remember yeah. it would be like eleven o'clock, and we'd be like, "Hey, let's go to a new." Uh, tower and we'd like speed yeah and then for the for the um releases the yeah, Tuesday yeah, rele- there for yeah the midnight releases and stuff and, and uh, they always had people come and i met morrissey there oh did you nice yeah they had people come and sign and yeah. you know I, I don't know i feel like that community is gone it's gone right and it's sad it's it's cool that they're people are doing records again mm. i'm a little bummed that the uh prices on them are some of them are just oh, ridiculous. ridiculous um but it's, I think it's cool that because I'll go to Newberry Comics now up, up near where I live, yeah, which has a huge uh, vinyl section, and I'll see young people in there. So it's nice it's to cute. see people, people that that have like. I think it's very important for like people to have like a like you had your 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 mother and your your godparents yeah. to like show you all this stuff. So yeah. I think that's like an important thing for like kids to have is like. Some Absolutely. of the mentor them then. Absolutely. Now you did a few seven inches, didn't you? Back in your day? Uh no, I didn't no, I never rec- I never did vinyl. No? Why no, did I think that you did? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I we I had the band with uh Al Quint. Okay, Shattered I, I, I sounds, but we never well they I thought they, you did no. Mm-hmm. No, no, we never uh we had a, two demos. Okay. And then he cassettes. put out Yeah, cassettes. Yeah. And then he put out uh Stuff on compilations for, mm-hmm. from his zine that had some of our songs on it. One That's life cool. to live that yeah, we used to play yeah. on that. One life yeah. to live. One fucking life to live. <laughs> I love <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and we did a, a reunion a few years ago for his yeah. like fifty fifth birthday or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I played bass on that, and it was it was fun. It was I, fun, right? Yeah, yeah. It was cool to play uh, punk rock music again, and they were doing songs about. Ronald Reagan and our parents and stuff. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's so important. Like, you know, I don't mean to like segue into this, but you know, I'm I'm teaching a course on mass incarceration, not to skip around. Well, I have teaching. Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm teaching at Berkeley, Mm -hmm. and the class is a freshman seminar class, Mm -hmm. but um, it's you know it's about a contemporary topic, and so the gratifying part for me is is because it's not a writing course mm-hmm. the students are getting all this information you know on the prison system right. and like my hope is that for their final project you know if you're a songwriter you might write a song mm-hmm. if you're a dancer you'll you'll choreograph you know what I mean so they're going to be mm-hmm. I'm hoping they're inspired right. by what they're hearing yeah. and you know um it's it's really cool like you said like that that whole concept like to me any form of activism, you know, somebody wrote on my Facebook page, a friend of mine said like, oh, political music is boring. But like, right. I I loved Rage Against the Machine when they right. came out because I was like, oh my God, like music with a message. And like, right. even though people say things about you too, like you too had a message. And I, yeah. I'm not saying every song has to have a message, right. Right. but I think it's important, you know? Definitely, yeah. I think it, it's, uh, for, especially for teenagers and, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, talk about that. So you're you're teaching at uh, Berkeley. So, yeah. So I was teaching at the Boston Conservatory, but the conservatory was just just merged with Berkeley. Mm-hmm. So now we are we are Berkeley, you know. Yeah, right, right. Um, and it's it's been like 
great because yeah. as you know, I've been teaching for 13 years now, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I've been teaching writing, um, mm-hmm. college level. Yeah. And uh, coming to Berkeley is awesome because I'm hanging around with, you know, musicians, dancers, theater yeah, yeah. people, and that's what I, who I am. Right, right. So it's, it for me, like, it was great, you know, during the interview process, they were interested in music, like, interested in the fact that I'm a local musician and right. that I have the academics to back it up. Right. So it's kind of like the perfect marriage. Because yeah, yeah. I, like, in my writing course, we we read Patti Smith, you know, oh, nice. we, we do, um, uh, we look at Brian Eno's music for airports, you know, the liner notes, like artists writing about themselves and mm-hmm. their process. So it's not like, oh, like obviously there's so much, mu- there's so much music, but it's like, if you can incorporate curriculum that has, oh, look at these artists, they're artists, but they're also writers, they're published writers, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of flexibility there, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so it's like my dream job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Other than playing music. Right, right. Getting to be in that environment is... Yeah great for and, me and teaching kids and, and mm-hmm. well college kids 18 year olds yeah, yeah yeah and you you give guitar lessons now too is that right uh, yeah right no i wish oh that's oh right I no no was, i thought you said you were given lessons today or something that oh no um right. what was it? oh you were teaching oh yeah today yeah right. today i had um college writing yeah okay. Um, no, I wish. It's so funny. Because people think, like, oh, when they hear I teach at Berkeley, they think, oh, He's songwriting. And I'm right, like, right. no, I don't have a Grammy. Like, right. people that teach songwriting at Berkeley have, you know, yeah, huge yeah. creds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you have other uh, creative outlets other than? Yeah, so um, I also still teach at Cambridge College. Yeah. And um, one of my former students had been incarcerated three times in her life. Mm-hmm. And having her in my course, um, she wrote a research paper on women in trauma mm-hmm. and that paper that she wrote just blew up my world. Um, yeah. she decided to, uh, get her master's degree in human services mm-hmm. and she's now opening the first women's reentry program in oh, the wow. state and it will be, you know, there'll be 12 beds for women getting out of prison and they will come here, they'll get rehabilitation in the sense of they'll get like mental health support, job training, you know, counseling services. And she very, I feel, you know, like I felt very humbled. She asked me to be on the board. Yeah. So I help with, you know, writing. And um, I have four sections of mass incarceration at Berkeley, which is the course that's about the prison system and oh, wow. about the racial caste system that we have in this country, mm-hmm. which is undeniable. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. so Stacy Borden Holiday, she is coming to visit my class, and the women's entry reentry program is called New Beginnings, and I'm sitting on the board for that. Oh, that's amazing. So that's cool. Nice. Um, and I also help out um, with Studio Two, which is yeah. a Beatles tribute band. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend plays John Lennon, and yeah. uh, you know he. I'm very supportive of, of their music, and so yeah. I help book shows and They're great. I help mm-hmm. merch sell merch. And yeah. thank you, yeah. So they specialize in the early rock and roll right. years yeah, of the Beatles. So there's no like Sgt. Pepper's or anything like that. Right? Do they have a cutoff point, like Revolver or something? Um, or? They they go. They say what they like to say is they like to do like pre America. Okay. You yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but. They, they, I would say rubber sole cutoff point. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they've been known to break it a couple of times. 
Yeah. <laughs> but they, you know, they primarily do, you know, like the Please Please Me, yeah. Cavern Club set, you know. Nice. Um, oh my gosh, Star Theater. I'm yeah. thinking of all of it. Anyways, right. so and I enjoy that. That's fun for me too. It's fun for me to be on the other side. And, yeah. Because, you know, I'd like to think I'm helpful with tips yeah. and stuff. And it's, and it's hard, a lot of hard work too. That's uh, a lot of hard work, the follow up. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. So my life is music and writing, and yeah. you know it's great. Excellent. <laughs> Did I answer all your YouTube? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, what? Uh, What's your? What is your usual like? You know. Um, well, this goal? is the, yeah. this is the second one of those oh. I'm doing. I've done so. <laughs> yeah, so there's no real. Yeah. Yeah, there's no real. Um, Theme. I just kind of wanted to talk to people that yeah. you know I know that are very uh, passionate about stuff they do, whether it's music or yeah. art or, or anything really. I, I kind of want to branch out to people that you know, just because of who I am and mm. who my friends are and stuff. Yeah. Most of them are musicians or yeah. into music. So yeah, I feel very fortunate that you know, obviously, you know, when we were when we were kids, you know, like. <laughs> I would have loved, you know, I'd love to be at the music level. And we both know that it's not necessarily about talent. Right. You know what I mean? Or great songwriting or who knows. It's very, it can be, music business is very arbitrary, yeah, and, you yeah. know, fickle. And yeah, so, you know, but I feel like, you know, I'm very fortunate that I do have a job that, I love to go to for the, yeah. you know, like right, I have right. days like everybody, but I feel privileged, you know, I hate to use that word, but it's true that I can combine all the things I love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. So. Definitely. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, and that's good. And, that, and the, Yeah, and that's, those are the kind of people I want to talk to that aren't just like, you know, like I, I play music because, you know, I can. Yeah, I don't anything. feel that anyone owes me anything. I've never felt that way. Yeah. I've always felt like. I will work my ass off yeah. and if I can get just here then you know what I mean yeah. so um, one thing I was as a young kid loving the local music scene and I'm just saying this as a side note you know always listening to like BCN and, yeah, yeah. you know um, last year I was like super psyched that um, the local show Angel Woods Boston Emissions gave us in the top 10 local songs of the year for oh, Dionysus. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we made a video for that, which is oh, nice. coming out soon. It's yeah. like we worked on it for a year. Yeah. But uh, the video is done, and we're going to have a video release party for that. Yeah. So, Do you know when that'll be? or um, We're looking at December. I'm waiting oh, okay. to hear back from Ryan. Oh, all right. You know Ryan Agate, right? No, uh, I know the you name. You do know him, yeah. yeah. Waiting to hear back still, but about finalizing a date. Right. But um, we're playing with the Daisies oh, at Kodo nice. uh, December 16th. I'm really oh, looking right. forward to playing with that. Well, that's good because this this will probably come out sometime in the end of November. Oh, so cool. I'll, I can work that in. Yeah, uh, very uh, cool. So, yeah, so you guys have a website, obviously. Yeah, that you can l listen to our music um, on Spotify. The mm -hmm. I pay for, oh, nice. I pay for that. The yeah, knockups yeah. <laughs> on Spotify and or Bandcamp. Yeah. Or that one that no one uses, Reverb Nation. Right. Why do we even have that? I, I know, yeah. What know, is right. that? What? Who started that? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Do you uh, have physical media like uh, um, or CDs or anything not at the moment yeah. okay. no it's you know yeah. how it is yeah it's yeah like, alright mm -hmm. cool yeah awesome
well, well thank yeah. you for yeah thanks this. for coming on and, and yeah, this is fun i mean i could talk for 12 hours so yeah put no, you i know <laughs> yeah we'll have to uh, we could do another one at, you yeah. know anytime now that i know that i work five right. minutes from you <laughs> well that doesn't you know we won't put that on there so we can okay. <laughs> try to find where you live but anyway yeah